Grace, mercy, and peace are yours through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. What a pathetic place this is. Full of so much sin. Staring me back in the eyes and looking out at you. So much sin in this pathetic world. The news is unimaginable. The horrors that are going on around this country and around this world. And it's hard to come to this section of scripture and not have some challenges or some things that you might want to ask God about. And it's a very difficult section of scripture because your mind can go a million directions. And it seems so easy for us to comprehend a good place to live, a good world, something that would not be like this. It seems so simple in our minds. And the challenge is that we are not God. And those thoughts are the very ones which show up when Adam and Eve eat the fruit. And the reality of the world that we live in and the God that we have and the life and the grace which he has given us reveal a side of God and I won't say it's impossible, but it's beyond my comprehension to think how we could fathom the height and the depth and the breadth of the love and grace of God if he did not have to die in our place. If there was not such a mountain of evil and sin begging to be punished. How would we know? And that grace, that knowledge, that revelation of God, which Adam and Eve began to understand, and which we know 
in its fullness in Christ Jesus. That revelation and that love and that grace so far outweigh all of the fears and the questions and the doubts that I have as I stand before God. One of the other challenges of approaching Genesis is that it is an ancient document written to an ancient people and we don't speak that language nor are we those people. It was written for us, but it was not written to us. And so when we approach Genesis, we have to do our best to put on Israelite ears. And so where was Israel when God spoke these words to them? When he told them this account of our forefathers. They had just been redeemed out of slavery in Egypt. Now they were wandering around in the wilderness, well, on the way to the promised land. And you know that story pretty well. God had done a fantastic thing for them, but they still were having some trouble trusting God. And God had given them his revelation from Mount Sinai. He had given them all these words of Moses in the first five books. And to that people, God tells about a command given to a man. And that man fails to use that command properly. God sets up a situation which required faith for Adam and for Israel. And he set up a situation for Adam and Israel which was life on one side and death on the other. Righteousness on one side and sin on the other. Life or death. Sin or righteousness. And Israel had had their own experience of unbelief. And they had had their own experience of grace. And from that window, we can think of ourselves. All things aside, when it comes down to it, I have failed to live by faith. God made very clear to me 
his will. And I chose something else. And I have had my own experience of that grace, as have you. And I think when we approach Genesis from that place, it becomes quite simple. You have this horrible act of apostasy, a slap in God's face, And God just calls out to the man, where are you? And then he chastises them like a loving father. And he does the same to us. All the suffering, all the pain in our lives and in the world is there to teach us and to turn us continually to the place from which life and righteousness flow. That is what God wanted Israel to know from Adam and Eve. That is what he wanted them to know there in the middle of the wilderness when he was feeding them by faith. No bread. No water. No idea where they're going. To wanderers in a world who had just left a beautiful, fantastic place full of prosperity. They were slaves, but now they're wanderers. And it's just as difficult as it was for Adam and Eve. And over and over, they find it's not just a story, it's the reality of my existence. The righteous will live by faith. God's people have been called to it from the very beginning. The righteousness of faith in Christ is not a new thing, not a result of sin. It was God's plan from the very beginning. And what is more is that God had something so much better in mind than this imaginary world that we build in our head which would be so much better than the one we live in. You see, the man who sinned first was flesh and blood. But what God 
has promised us through Christ Jesus. The life and the immortality which are ours through faith now transcend anything that we're able to comprehend. You can think of Paul grasping for words in 1 Corinthians 15. Something, some glory so far beyond anything that Adam and Eve ever possessed or could ever hope for. Through Christ, after sin, after a world and a human history full of nothing else, that is God's plan. That is what he is carrying out in this dark world. And it's ineffable. I can't, I can't wrap my mind around a reality other than this one. Because in this one, I have all the love of God in his very son. I have his son's very life and breath in me. And I have the hope of his promises. And I have a father in heaven. And God dwells within me. And from this bunch of beautiful saints, he pours that out to the world. That is a reality full of so much sorrow and pain and irony and beauty and paradox. And it's far more than I will ever be able to know. And that, too, God convinces me of. And that, too, I love. Because it is so like God to be beyond me. And for all of that, we praise him. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you with hearts full of so many things. But today we praise you especially for the wonderful mystery of our salvation, of the depth of your love for us, 
and your grace which you gave us in the life and the death and the resurrection of your Son and the faith that you have placed in our hearts through which you open the pathway to the tree of life and you make all things new. We praise you that you have revealed these things to us and that through your children, the whole earth will sing your praises. Make us those children. Give us the strength to walk by faith though we don't understand. Fill us with the hope and the perseverance to lead peaceful and quiet and righteous lives here in this troubled world. We ask these things covered in the blood of your Son and in the boldness that you have given us. Amen.